This is the Saucer Afterlife, wherein we tie up loose ends, take a look at other stuff that doesn't fit into regular episodes, and um, everything else. Today, what we have is a, a brief story about a John Whitworth of, uh, of Shefford, uh, Bedfordshire, in England from 1958. And this story was reported in the May-June 1958 issue of Flying Saucer Review, and I think it's pretty fun. Um, my opinion about the veracity of it? I have no opinion about the veracity of it because I don't. I, I just like it. Mr. John Whitworth of 26 High Street, Shefford, Bedfordshire, England, told Flying Saucer Review in an interview of how a strange visitor had entered his shop over a year ago. The caller had a very high forehead and a very unusual presence. He bought a white handkerchief and paid for the article with the exact money, one shilling and threepence. This was odd, as he had not been told the price, nor was the article displayed in the shop window. The visitor asked Mr. Whitworth if he would like to see a flying saucer, and told him to go to the two humpbacked bridges that crossed the river by the falling waters near Biggleswade on November 28, 1956. Mr. Whitworth went to the place, but as it was a very cold night and an isolated spot as well, he moved his car onto the more comforting roadway. Eventually, a circular object flew over and hovered. Whitworth described it as being like a child's humming top. He could see lighted portholes, and there was a bluish light on top. Then, as a train came along the nearby railway track, the craft flew off at terrific speed. Exactly a year later, the mysterious visitor came again into the shop and gave Whitworth fresh instructions. He was to go to a spot near the big water tower on Toplers Hill. This time, there was to be an actual contact. Whitworth was advised that the contact would be on or near November 27, 1957, at about 8 p.m., and that he must watch the sky to the north of his house every night around that time for a sign made by the saucer in the sky, which would indicate to him the exact date of the proposed meeting. He watched every night, and it was not till the night of December 1st that he and his wife both saw the signal, which meant the date was fixed for the following night. On the evening of December 2nd, Whitworth headed a convoy of cars, including a BBC recording van, to the rendezvous. But there was no landing, only a possible saucer sighting in the sky witnessed by those present. The party had returned to Whitworth's house afterwards and were discussing the events of the evening when the telephone rang. Whitworth answered it. You were very foolish tonight. The telephone caller spoke in an unearthly voice and went on to reprimand him for taking along such a crowd to the agreed meeting place. How dare you take along such a crowd to the meeting place? One of the witnesses in the room took over the phone from Whitworth and was told by the caller at the other end, The message was for John Whitworth alone. Flying Saucer Review will publish any further news regarding this extraordinary affair as details come to hand. I like that. That's fun. That's a fun story. Um, I love the phone call. I love the the sort of in a year you will see the sort of the, the gaps in the story. I like the um, the the detail of the guy in the shop having a high forehead. I would have liked to have known whether or not the uh, the voice of the telephone caller was the same voice of the uh, the guy who came into the shop and mysteriously bought the handkerchief for the exact price, despite not knowing what the price was. Also, this this uh, story strikes me as uh, as as more of. Um, being in the vein of what uh, Mac Tonys might have used as an example of his his crypto terrestrial uh, notion, the the idea that there's another group of humans, not quite the same as us, but very very similar, sharing the planet with us, um, and uh, and occasionally appearing to you know mess with us in various ways. 
In any case, it's an interesting story, and uh, I've looked through some subsequent issues of Flying Saucer Review, and I haven't found any follow-up. Um, this would be a super easy story to um, to sort of fake up, so I wonder if that might be what it is. Although I, I see it more as, I don't know, sort of ufological. It, it's fan fiction. It's 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 Flying Saucer fan fiction that made its way into Flying Saucer Review, very likely, maybe. Uh, if any of you have any leads on John Whitworth of uh, of um, England. Let me know. Thanks, and I'll talk to you later.